0: These talks are concerned with the interior castle of St. Teresa of Avila. The interior castle is St. Teresa's masterpiece and is one of the greatest books ever written about prayer. It is her most ordered and mature work, written in 1577. It took six months to complete, but in real time, three months to write. She was busy with many other things. It was said that those who observed her during that time saw a glowing radiance about her. The Holy Spirit was very close. But it was not written in a monastic refuge from the real world, but during the most troubled time of the Discalced Carmelite reform. What marks it out is that it is a sublime description of the prayer journey from the beginning, when we first begin to pray, to fulfilment and deep prayer, It is based on the prayer journey she herself had already made. So she looks back as a good teacher on her own experience to help us. She uses the image of seven mansions, from the first mansion of the inquirer or beginner to the seventh mansion of the spiritual marriage. She imagined her spiritual life as a journey from the outside courtyard of a crystal global castle to the central room or keep where the king, full of light, lived in greater splendour. The castle for her is our soul. She was always fascinated once she understood the divine indwelling of God within us. God takes delight to be with us. We have this capacity to be the home of God, threefold, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Outside the castle, It is dark and cold and noisy, but inside the king is inviting us to go deeper. The first mansions, the most distant from the seventh mansion, are the beginning of the prayer journey. We, of course, are not to slavishly follow her path, but with inspired wisdom, she points out the opportunities and dangers of the beginnings of a prayer journey. Within each of the seven mansions, there are many, many rooms or mansions. Saint Teresa is aware of the variety of people. Many mansions, some above, some below, others at each side. It's an image, the interior castle, to describe the indescribable. Now, this first mansion is foggy and dangerous, full of nasty, deceiving creatures. It is difficult to see reality. So the first mansions are the most further away from the centre where the king lives. The first mansion is living on the outer edges of the castle, so it's the darkest. It's the place of superficial life. Not necessarily evil, but concerned with things which are not lasting, such as fame and honour and mere appearances. How foolish. The person in the first mansions is the centre of their world. The ego drama rules. Frank Sinatra said, I did it my way. Today, with this excessive stress on the beautiful body, there was a great science about the more important, the beautiful soul. It is said St. Teresa of Calcutta was not beautiful in the conventional sense, but she was filled with God's beauty and how her face brought joy to so many. However, St. Teresa is aware of the darkness of sin, especially mortal sin, She describes the horror of deadly sin that causes the supernatural death of the soul. She writes, It is like a small spring that is dark and foul-smelling. Nothing good comes from a soul trapped in sin. But in the first mansion, God's grace has touched the person. They have a taste for God, but not so as to be giving all to God. God is calling them from within, strongly with persistence, and Teresa writes, The door of entry to this castle is prayer and reflection. The people in the First Mansion do not realise the dangers they are in, so they must first give up their attachment to unnecessary things. The aim is self-knowledge and humility and practical love for others. Saint Teresa was insistent that we wake up and realise the great gift of the King dwelling within. We will find everything. So the person journeying must first spend much time in the mansion of humility, as she's explained in her book the Way of Perfection. She refers to true humility, not its counterfeit. That shadow is restless and self-concerned. Sorry, but not because they're perfect, rather sorry sorry, but not because they're perfect, but rather than sorry at offending God, or excessive penance or self-abnegation. The person aiming to move on to other mansions must also be seeking self-knowledge. The person meditating on the greatness and goodness of God is making progress. God increases and they decrease. They become gently more aware of their sins and the gift of freedom God wishes to give them. This is painful as the false self dissolves. The false comfort of error and selfishness is taken away and God's mercy is called upon but the false self is struggling to die. The black waters of sin are being pulled away to reveal the beauty of the soul. It's worth noting that in the first mansions, St. Teresa doesn't overly concerned about prayer, but the essential qualities that make prayer possible. The beginner is not aware of how tenuous their relationship with God is. Wake up! Get ready for the long, difficult struggle as the vices we bring into the second mansion are deceiving us. Avoid deliberate mortal sin. Surrender to God. As she writes frequently, the important thing is not to think much, but to love much. So today, we can be truthful and kind and gentle and dutiful.